1 through verse 8. Acts chapter 1. Everybody there? Amen. Acts chapter 1, verse 1. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up. After that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after this passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, You have heard of me. For God, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom up to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. And I would like to minister to you from this thought this afternoon. Amen. Are you waiting for the promise? Are you waiting for the promise? Father, I thank you again this morning, God. Thank you, Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, O God. Strengthen us and encourage us, O God, in every place of our lives today. We thank you, Lord God, for the good word that you have sent, the testimonies that we have heard, the songs that has been sung. Amen. The word, O God, the praises that has been given unto you. We honor you today, O God, in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated this morning. Are you waiting for the promise? Amen. Are you waiting for the promise. A promise is a commitment by someone to do or not to do something. Many people make promises every day and yet they fail to fulfill them. There are many promises given to us by God in his word. And many of those we're living by today. And some of those promises have not come to fruition yet. And we're still waiting on those promises to come. God told Abraham, he says, Abraham, you leave home and I will bless you. And so Abraham left home. And it seemed as though God would never come through for Abraham 
on his promises. But what Abraham failed to realize was that God was blessing him with material possessions and wealth, uh, but he was saving the best for last. He was saving the son for last. Amen. As the governor of the feast says in John chapter 2 to the bridegroom, you've saved the best for last. Paul asked the question, why was that last, not first, and instead that which was first was last. Amen. We need to realize that God has a purpose for everything that he does. Amen. Abraham and Sarah wanted the last first. They wanted a son first. Amen. But God's ways are not our ways, and neither is his thoughts our thoughts. When you look at Scripture, God did not promise Abraham and Sarah a son at the beginning. He just told them, you leave home and I will bless you. It would be later that Abraham would begin to talk to God about a son. And God promised him that he would have a son. There are so many promises uh, that God has made to you and I. And they have not come to fruition yet. uh, But we must hang in there. We must hold on. And we must not give up. Amen. You see, the promises of God are yet. And they are amen. In other words, God makes a promise. uh, He will come through for you. You and I have to just wait. Uh, We just got to hold on. Uh, In his time, Solomon says, he will make all things beautiful in his time. Because when God made promise to Abraham, because we could swear by no greater, the Bible says, uh, he swore by himself saying, surely, blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after he patiently endured, uh, he obtained the promise. Uh, For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath of confirmation is to them an end of all strife. uh, Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath uh, that the two immutable things, uh, and which it was impossible for God to lie. We might have a strong consolation who have fled to the refuge uh, to lay hold upon the hope uh, set before us, uh, which hope we have in an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, uh, and which entered into that within the veil, whether the forerunner is for us entered. Even Jesus uh, made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. But two immutable things, uh, God's word uh, and his oath, uh, he made a promise uh, and God will stick to his promise. Uh, You just need to hold on. Uh, God has made us promises. I won't leave you. Uh, I won't forsake you. I'm going to come back for you. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you shall be also. That is a promise uh, from God. uh, And so therefore we just have to wait uh, on the Lord. uh, Amen. And be of good courage uh, and he will strengthen your heart.
God made promise to Joshua. He says, Joshua, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. He told Jacob in the 28th chapter and the 14th and 15th verse, he says, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest to thee will I give it and to thy seed and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee, and in thy seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places where thou goest, and will bring thee again to this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken unto thee. What a promise. God says, Jacob, everywhere you go, I will be with you. I won't leave you until I have fulfilled the promise that I made for you. Amen. What an encouraging promise. And we see that Jacob goes down. He stayed for 20 plus years with his uncle Laban. And everything he touched, God was blessing it. He went out with nothing but a stick, and he came back with a whole slew of stuff, because God says, I will bless you, and I will bring you back to the land which I have taken you from. He had to fulfill it. You're not going to die, but live, and glorify the Lord. That's what the psalmist says. I should not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The right hand of the Lord, do it valiantly. The right hand of the Lord. Lord uh, is exalted. Uh, God's promises uh, are with us. Uh, Paul says in 2 Timothy 2.11, it is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. Uh, if we believe not, yet he abide faithful. He cannot deny himself. Truth can't deny truth. <laughs> Amen. God can't deny who he is. When he says something, he has to fulfill it. If he made you a promise, hang in there. It's coming to pass. Amen. So just hold on. He told his disciples, you follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You think the disciples are up there looking down and looking at man, look at all them fish. Praise God. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place, I'll come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you shall be also. Are you waiting for the promise? Uh, the problem is not with God. The problem is with us. We've got to have the stamina to learn how to wait. Uh, as Isaiah said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Uh, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. Uh, they shall run uh, and not be weak. 
weary. They shall walk and not faint. Are you waiting on the promise? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when it comes, there's a tree of life. He's coming through for you. Just hold on. Hold on to your promise. Wait on God. Be of encouraged. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. And then in Luke 24, 44 through 49, Luke writes, and he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you. That all things must be fulfilled, which was written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then open he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tell you in the city of Jerusalem until you be dued with power from on high. He says, don't lose hope. Just hold on. I've made you a promise, so hold on. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. Don't faint. Don't throw in the towel. Don't lose heart. Don't go back. Wait of the promise of the Father which He has promised you. What did God promise them? What did God offer them? What did He say? Job put it this way in Job chapter 2 verse 21 through 32. Fear not. Amen. Fear not, O land, Job says. Be glad in Job chapter 2 verse 21. Fear not. What a promise. Land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately, and will cause to come down to you the rain, the former rain, and the latter in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall be overflowing with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the caker worms, and the caterpillars, and the plumber, plumber worms, my great army which I sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, that have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. 
And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants, upon the handmaidens. And those days will I pour out of my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth. Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and terrible day of the Lord shall come. And it shall come to pass, that whosoever shall call in the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnants whom the Lord shall call. Notice the promise. God says, I'm going to restore Everything that the cankerworms and the locusts and, and the caterpillars has tried to eat up. He says, I'm going to restore. I'm going to deliver. He said, there's going to be an overflowing. There's going to be an abundance. There's going to be dreams and visions. And the Holy Ghost is going to be poured out. He's promised us to restore that which the enemy has tried to take away. I'm going to restore but what I like, God says, there will be no more shame. My people will not be ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed to be called a Christian. You don't have to be ashamed of who you are. You don't have to be ashamed to worship the Lord. You don't have to be ashamed to praise His name. No more shame about how you dress and how you dress holy and how you act holy and how you are holy. No more shame to say I'm a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy ruler, born again, heaven-bound, believer in the liberated power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecost altar on my knees. Will you pardon me if I'm not ashamed to be a one God, apostolic, tongue talking, holy roller, born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. He says, I'm going to restore. You just wait for the promise. The Holy Ghost brings so much with it. He says, your vats are going to overflow with wine and oil. That's an indication of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to restore everything that's tried to be taken from you. Isn't it amazing? When you come in the church, you can be broke and without nothing. You can be down at the bottom, suffering. But once God comes in, once you're filled with the Holy Ghost, everything changes. He makes all things new. He brings newness out of nothing. Fruit springs forth into your life. Where it was dark, now there's light. Where there was no hope, you have excess hope. When there was no life, you now have abundant life like never before. Because God cannot lie. When he makes promises of restoration, he's going to restore everything that he said he would restore. Praise God. Hallelujah. And being assembled with them, commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father which said he, 
For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore was come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times of the seasons which the Father had put in his own power, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, and both Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the whole earth. Praise God. The promise is still for you today. Amen. It's for your children. Amen. They were to remain in Jerusalem and wait. You see, Passover has already passed. Amen. There was three times that every male was to go to Jerusalem. If you were 20 years and older, you had to go to Jerusalem with the worship three times a year. First was the pass over. The second time was Pentecost. And the third time was the Feast of Engathering. Amen. And as a result, Passover is past. And now, Pentecost is approaching. And they was commanded to go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible tells us that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord and one place. And Suddenly, there came from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, and the Spirit of God gave them the utterance. They received the promise that Jesus told them to wait for, and Peter would later preach that the same promise is to you and to your children and to all that are fall, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. They received the promise just like Jesus said that they would receive the promise. Amen. In Acts chapter 10, the Bible says in verse 44, While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed was astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized? which have received the Holy Ghost uh, as well as we. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Uh, then prayed they him to tarry certain days. Uh, notice uh, here, amen, the promise uh, was to them uh, and to their children and all that was afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. And when the council questioned Peter why he went to the Gentiles, Notice what Peter said in Acts chapter 11, verse 12 through 17. And Peter says, and the Spirit baited me to go. <laughs> Nothing doubting. <laughs> Excuse me. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. And he showed us how. 
He had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words, whereby thou in all thy house shall be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them, as on us at the beginning. Then remember I the word of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, that you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. For as much then as God had given them the like gift uh, as he did to us uh, who believed on the Lord Jesus, what was I that I could withstand God? Uh, Peter says, I could not denounce what God was telling me to do. How did they know they had received the Holy Ghost? Uh, they began to speak with other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God uh, gave them the utterance. Uh, Amen. It is the evidence uh, of you receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, they began to speak with other tongues. Uh, that's why Peter says, how was I? They received the same way as we received it. Uh, how did they know they had received that? Because they heard them speak uh, with other tongues uh, as the Spirit uh, gave them the utterance. Uh, and that same promise uh, is to you and to your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. In Acts 19, verse 1 through 6, Paul writing, And it came to pass, Luke said, that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, How are you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John very baptized with the baptism of repentance, said unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake in tongues, and they prophesied. It is the initial sign that you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God takes control of your life. Amen. As James says, the tongue is the most ruly member in your body. Can no man tame, but God takes hold of it. God puts his spirit in you. When they asked Peter, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you and to your children and to all that are found even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many other words did he testify and exalt, saying, Save yourselves from this under towards generation. The Holy Ghost is still being poured out today. I just got a text between breaks, amen, from my dear friend, Brother Mark Parker, that pastor's in uh, in Oklahoma City. He's in Sierra Leone. He texts me all the way from Sierra Leone. 
And since 50 people just was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Amen. The promise is still for you and your children and all that are involved. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. When we first got to Okinawa, my wife and I, I had this guy at Fort Lee that worked for me and his wife. Her name was Kathy. Amen. And, and Kathy, one day she called and she left a message on my phone for me to call her. Amen. And I called Kathy when I got back to my office. Uh, I'm assuming they, they was having the marriage problems. Uh, but as I called her back, she says to me, Sergeant Major, can you explain to me about the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Uh, amen. Uh, so we brought them over to our house. Uh, at night, uh, we had dinner and we sat down uh, and we began to go through the Word of God uh, to show her throughout scripture how good God's promises was. And as we studied the word, all of a sudden Kathy started hollering, I see it. I see it. I see it. I says, what do you see, Kathy? She says, I see that Jesus is God. Amen. And the next day we took her to the East China Sea and we buried her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of her sins. And as soon as she came up out of the water. She began to speak in other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God gave her the utterance. Uh, amen. Because the promise uh, is to you uh, and your children and all that are for all. You can have this Spirit. It's a free gift of God. Uh, we was having another chapel service uh, and a young man named Chuck, uh, he saw that he needed to be baptized uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we took Chuck out to the East China Sea and there was overcast. I thought a tornado or either, uh, what do we call them, tsunami, typhoon was coming. That's how bad that storm looked. But I took him out to the East China Sea and we prayed standing out in the middle of the East China Sea. And when I took him down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, when I brought him up, amen, and he stood up and he lifted his hand the cloud parted and a light dropped straight down on top of Chuck and he began to speak in other tongues uh, as the Spirit gave him the utterance uh, because it is a promise from God. Uh, amen. A dear friend of mine, Mr. Wood, uh, he was at a church service. He could never pick his arm up about this far. Amen. And we was in a service uh, where the Scotty Teach was preaching and all of a sudden uh, the Holy Ghost hit Woody and both arms shot straight up in the air. He had never been able to reach it further than here. But he went straight up. He began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave him the utterance. Praise God. The promise is to you. Not only the Holy Ghost, but restoration. God says, I will restore Everything that the enemy 
in that last day, John says, John 7, 37, that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit that they believe on him shall receive, because Jesus was not yet glorified when he made this comment. But I come to tell you, he's glorified. He is lifted up. Amen. And you can have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The promise is to you. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't quit. Don't stop believing. Amen. The promise is yours. You can have the promise today. The Holy Ghost is for you. God would have never promised it if he didn't want you to have it. He wants every one of you from your children. He's not willing that any should perish, but all should be saved. You need the Holy Ghost. The Bible says if we don't have His Spirit, we have none of His. I wouldn't have it. If I was you, I wouldn't know of His. You can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost today. Praise God. So many witnesses. Jesus says in Luke chapter 11. I'm bringing this to a close. I'm bringing, bringing it to a close. Luke chapter 11. Verse 11 through 13. Jesus says, If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will you give him a stone? If your children ask for bread, you're going to give them a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, Will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that asked him? What a promise. He can't lie, church. He says, if you want it, you're going to have to ask me for it. It's a promise to you. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Praise God. If you need it, amen. He's got it. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you need the Holy Ghost, why don't you come on down here this morning? Amen. Just those that want the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you need the Holy Ghost, come on down. Walk by faith. Amen. Step out on faith. Amen. You don't have to be afraid. Amen. God, God is for you. He's fighting for you. He wants you to have it. Amen. You can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And God, don't be worrying about what it's going to sound like, what it's going to feel 